Second to make the proper introduction. We're stalling now. Answer the question. The awful truth. I'm bored. Welcome to Grapple Mania. This is your man Flair Jones. Woo! And my other co-host today. Yep. Your man, Mr. 300. I ain't like that. Flair Jones. Woo! There we go. It's better now. Yes, sir. So what's the occasion of the nice episode, brother? Man, you know, for if y'all didn't catch it by now, you know, we're going to talk about Calvin Candy and Mandingo fighting, or should I say Shane McMahon and Raw Underground. You know, man, I, I was pretty much thrown off by this because, you know, when they first showed it, you got Shane on the mic doing this thing, MC in the fight, uh, with the fake Lucha Underground thing or whatever, in the ring, no ropes or whatever. And you got these two Mandingo warriors fighting in the ring, man. And you know you know what though? I'd rather see it was battle rap. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, What's Smack? I thought Smack was gonna come out there, you know what I mean? I thought we were gonna get loaded Lux versus Daylight on Monday Night Raw. But I'll continue. And, you know, and when I seen it, man, it just took me to the scene that what you played at the beginning of the show, which was when Jango and Doc Schultz walked in, in the middle of Calvin Candy, you know, having their little, having this Mandigo fight and fighting in front of him, man. That's exactly all I seen, man. And that, and that leads us to this day's sponsor, brought to you by Candyland. And if you get this trivia question right, you get two free summer passes to Candyland. And also, you get the VIP treatment, man. You get the cotton candy ball and all. Pear cotton. Make sure you take the seed out. Yes, sir. What's up? What's the question? Today's trivia question is brought to you by that, and this is today's trivia question. Who was the first type of MMA, MMA fight in WWE history. What was it called and where was it located? Oh, it was in the, uh, I believe it was uh, 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 Owen Hart and, and Ken Shamrock in the, um, in the dungeon. Yes, the lion's did. Yes, the dungeon, baby. <laughs> hey, you are correct, man. Enjoy the trip, brother. Man, trip, I've never been so confident in the answer day in my life. I don't know why I'm happy to go to Candyland. That's, that's <laughs> I tell you, it's an authentic experience, man. Well, can I ask you this, Mr. Flair? Um, is there anything similar to the actual Candyland board game? Is it all sweets and sugar? No, but they got this dope roller coaster, man. That joke is really dope, man. It, it takes you on a tour in the back of the bus, man. And you go through loops and all of that. You just go through the whole civil rights movement in one ride. It's kind of crazy. Oh, I think I've seen that, man. And I, I believe the person from around it, his name is Steven. Yes. And I tell everybody, make sure you wear your goggles because it's just one part at the end of the ride. They just throw hot coffee right in your face. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, what I like to see from the commercials too, I see like that they like to dedicate this part to uh, Ben. Yeah. Because he was the exceptional nigga. <laughs> we gotta edit that. <laughs> he was a exceptional good boy. <laughs> but, uh, you know the wildest part of Rooster Me before we continue, man? The part where they had John Amos talking to the slave master. He's like, I'll be good, nigga, for your master. I said, Oh no, I'll be good, nigga. <laughs> I said, Oh no. Man, that was amazing. I don't even know why that was part of the curriculum in high school, but I appreciate it. But back to Candyland, man, what did you think about it in general, the execution and everything? What did you think about even seeing Shane McMahon there? Um, I think that it probably helped with the ratings. I'm not sure of the numbers, but I think it helped not tremendously, but it gave it a little bump. Um, you think so? I think just a little bump. Not too much. It ain't like you know, it was somebody we haven't seen in that long of a time. It's only been a couple of months. So, and then with Shane appearing, it wasn't nothing. All he didn't make a big interest. It was just something, you know, uh, that they had going on at the uh, at the what you, what you call it, the development training facility or whatever. The extra rank that's probably broke. That's why it's, you know that's probably why they're using it. One of the posts probably broke. I mean, you are right, though. It was a slight increase. It went from 1.6 to 1.7 million. Hey, man, uh, every, every number counts, man. Every 100,000 counts. <laughs> yeah, 1.628 to 1.714, they said. Oh, that's what's up, man. Good for them, man. All right, guess, man. But, but this further proves my point, man. Just cut the fucking third hour away from Raw. Yeah. Because you can tell this is a desperation to bring people into the third hour of Raw. But at the same time, like, fans, come on, man. It's, it's only been, what, five, ten minutes of the damn segment. Let's not shit on it already. Right. It could get better. And who knows? This might be the reveal of some of this new attitude there that they claim they want to bring back. Oh, yeah, man. You might see blood here. You might hear shit or fucking this thing. We never know. They might have a damn underground title. Who knows? If they do that, they definitely. And, be, and, the, best of, uh, and best of all, there are a lot of fight. There are a lot of wrestlers that have MMA background, so you might see a lot of people get in this damn um, underground WWE if they know what they're doing. I mean, even some women. Yeah, and hey, we need to turn call Michael Job White and get them started on uh, Blood and Bone too. <laughs> How about a Never Back Down Hundred? Terrible. <laughs> Starting the Miz. Starting the Miz. The Miz. I never want to hear C-rated movies. Oh, don't go in on the Miz, man. At least he's getting the check from it. Uh, you say. He about to make a whole nother pod from Candyland talking about that. <laughs> Matter of fact, man, what are I like? Do you have like a top three WWE studio movies ever? Top WWE who movies? Yeah, WWE studio movies. Yes. Uh, maybe. Um, give me No One Lives. Love that movie. What's No One Lives? It's with uh, what's his name? Are you familiar with uh, he played Dracula like in the movie that came out a few years ago. 
Yeah, but what's his name? It's Luke something. Luke Evans? Okay. Um, pretty much it's Luke Evans. He played um We got time for this, right? Yeah. Man, hey, you know what, man? Bump famous man at Candy Lab. We 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 better have fun with this, man. Um so it's yeah. all like this. <laughs> okay. Um, it's pretty much. Are you talking about, about? Are you talking about the Dracula Untold joint? Yes, he played Dracula in that. You actually watched that shit? What Dracula Untold? Yeah. Um. Yeah, just to see what it was about. You know, just to check it out. I like, I like horror movies. It was. So, tra- it was trash though. It was exceptional. You think so? Yeah, it's like a true origin, which is cool. I like that. Like it was a, it wasn't a bad origin story. Yeah, man, I'd rather watch Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. How about that? Never seen it. Yep, don't sleep. So you see it. <laughs> a lot of people shit on it, but that Jones, I, you know, a movie that I thought was good. A lot of people shit on Van Helsing. Van Helsing. Oh, Van Helsing was dope. People shit on Van Helsing though. Uh, what you he did his thing, man. I, I guess I, it did. I had a little bit of bad CGI, but I, I like Van Helsing. Yeah, it was, I like it too. It another bad. another one they should on is League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Who 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 hates on that movie? A lot of people do. Look at my Rotten Tomatoes and shit like that. They don't be getting good reviews, bro. But man, like, that's off the point though. This is supposed to be about grappling. Let's get back to WWE Studios. Oh yeah. Um, pretty much yeah. So it's just pretty much about um Luke Evans or whatever. He's like just traveling the road with his girlfriend. Um this chick goes missing at the beginning or whatever. He's weird or whatever. It's and then on a on another point there's this uh like this like this little family, like ragtag family or whatever. They got their own company, but they steal from people like they're professional thieves. And this one dude, he's a little hothead. He end up uh they end up meeting Luke Evans and all that. Um sorry if I'm a little over the place, I'm just trying to hurry him speed through. Um the dude they bump heads and everything. So the dude he ends up uh robbing Luke Evans for a uh, long story short. Luke mm-hmm. Evans was driving in the old school BMW with a trailer hitch. Now little do they know Luke Evans is with the shits. <laughs> um now, what's my man that that always say he must want his mama? His name always slips from me. Brodus oh, Clay. Bro, I don't know where he at. Uh, uh, he's, I think he's a Fox News correspondent right now. That's dope. He is. He absolutely is. I remember that now. He is. Mm-hmm. And he plays in it. He was, uh, you know, related to the guy who, start, who started this whole little family. So they kidnapped the dude Luke Evans and his girl. Um, Luke Evans ended up escaping pretty much, uh, killing Brodus Clay. <laughs> it was kind of cheesy. <laughs> Everybody knows Brodus Clay is a big dude, so he actually hid his body inside of Brodus Clay. Um, the dude what? Returned... Yes. Check it out, man. Like It has a little cheesiness, but it's actually a good movie. I like it. What type of... The it's right. Like, type... But I'm gonna tell you, it that was corny as heck. But it's 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 not short of gore. Like 
you know how you get horror yeah. movies. They don't really show gore. It gives you gore and all that. So pretty much, Luke Evans kidnapped the girl that you see at the beginning. He hid her, and in his trailer, he got all his toys, man. He's like the collector in a way. If you, you know what I like, though? Luke Evans could have actually had a name in the damn movie. I know what you're talking about now. It was decent. But, yeah. yeah, his name was what? Driver? Yeah, he didn't have no name. <laughs> it was stupid. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's kind of crazy. But nah, I know what you're talking about. Top, uh, my second one, everyone, know, of course, knows the Marines. The original one? With John Cena. I liked it. With John Cena, yeah. It wasn't a bad movie. <laughs> I had an interesting experience off that movie. I'll tell you that off the air. And, you know, I would say um, the condemn with Austin, but as I got older, I was like, nah, son. <laughs> I mean, I still like it, but I wouldn't make that my top three. All right, what's the um, last one? Um, Jesus, man. I got to think, man. Give me, I ain't going to be too long, man. Just give me a sec, man. Um. Uh-oh, don't make me play Jeopardy. Nah, yeah, maybe that'll help. <laughs> he said maybe that'll help. You can think of one, bro. They made movies for damn more than a decade, more than two decades now. Right. Um. Oh, okay. I don't want to, I was going to say this. I don't want to give all horror movies. So I'm going to say Triple Threat. Got you. I love Triple Threat. I'm surprised you ain't say nothing like tw- I like twelve rounds more than the Marine. Twelve rounds. I remember twelve rounds. That's the other John Cena joint. Yeah, that was dope too. There's just so many, man. Uh, All right, so many actually, good ones. Hey, actually, good ones. Fuck out. Oh, can I wait? Wait. Can I? Can I? Let me. Let me restate that. I'm sorry. I'm going back. I'm reneging. I'm a re. I'm a reneging. Nigga. Uh, go ahead. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. The Marine. I'm gonna go. Um, what else did I say? Triple Threat, and I'm gonna go to Rundown. The Rundown was a WWE movie. Yes. Like by WWE Films. Yes, I believe it was WWE. Um, matter of fact, let me look it up right now. I don't think so, bro. Um, let me see. Oh no! Oh, oh no, bro! I'm going to right was now. walk was walking tall a WWE movie? Uh, okay, it was a WWE film. It was. It was. Uh, rundown was. I wasn't. I was. I was. So let me check. Walking tall was too. Okay, I didn't know that about well, walking. walking tall. Would definitely be in my top three then. Yeah. Walking tall is fire. I take that over, uh, yeah, the rundown. I didn't know that one was. I would say that, see no evil. See no evil, definitely up there. Oh, yes, that was dope. I give you that. And um, the, on the low, the call. i never seen it. I was, yeah, Holly Berry job did her thing on there. I'm not the biggest Holly Berry fan as an actress. Like, later on, Holly Berry, like, give me Boomerang Holly Berry all day. But uh-huh. this Holly Berry, nah. But this this the call she did all right. 
Okay. He's on honorable mention too. The Page movie, even though like historically it had a lot of like inaccuracies in it, but it right. was still a decent movie that kept you entertained. Like my wife actually sat down and watched that joint with me in the theater. That's what's up. So he, I'm looking. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And you know she ain't the biggest wrestling fan at all. So right. Okay. So I didn't notice either the Bruce Lee joint that came out a few years ago, Birth of a Dragon. Yeah, yeah, I know that. You ever seen Slight? I never seen that. I wanted to. No, I haven't seen that yet. Uh, WWE film. The, Scorp- the Scorpion King could have been a lot better. Yeah, I was. Because uh, the the Mummy Two was actually awesome, and I you know. Yeah, people was, sleep on the Mummy Two. And I thought it was gonna give us something a little better. But terrible like, CGI uh, on that shit. Oh my god, the first look at Scorpion King, ill. Oh, with the rock, right? He's out yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was some of the worst CGI footage. Mm-hmm. But you know, Scorpion King was not bad, though. The story was cool. The story was cool, yeah. I thought it had a couple of plot holes. Because you know, like, a movie that's kind of like that, but it's perfectly made because they had explained everything about the story and everything, Black Panther. Like right. Black Panther storyteller wise leaves no stone unturned. You know about Wakanda. You know about even who he beefed with in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Like everything. You know about like his family, how important they are. You know about the sister, how she is with technology. You knew everything about everybody. Right. And I feel like in the Scorpion King, it was a lot of like characters you ain't know shit about. They just mm-hmm. popped up. And I thought that was probably the problem with the movie. It could have did a lot better as far as storytelling. Wait a minute. This was a WWE movie, too? Wow. Okay. Incarnate. Yeah, yeah, it was. I've never seen it. I just thought it was trash. And and then for that movie to be 92 minutes. Come on, Scorpion King. That should at least been a two-hour movie. I'm telling you. Even if you really want to kind of explain it, because it had so much hype behind it, 215, I've been fine with. Mm. Yeah. Something some in that like setting, you got to give it time to explain the whole story, man. And then it felt like it would get rushed. It did get rushed. 92 minutes, that's a lot to explain. About, I guess, who was the big shit in the end of The Mummy too. I want to know how he became that and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. In detail. And then it was almost, I had to say, a waste of Michael Clark Duncan. Rest in peace. Oh, man. Right. Oh, you got one of the, I think he's one of the best actors, because it's so easy for him to play his roles. He's one of the best actors in our generation on the low. Mm-hmm. Very underrated Michael Clark Duncan was. So, um, did you hear that a and Network is doing um, a series on... Uh, wrestling legends. Is it too late? <laughs> you already got Dark Side of the Ring. Ain't nothing gonna be better than that, bro. Like it's a, it's in pre-production, but they're doing a biography of, of wrestlers. So from what I see right now, what they have, said A and E, A and E Network, yeah. A and E been doing that for years, bro. It's nothing new. Oh, okay. I wasn't hit. Yeah, they did Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, and all that stuff like in 2011, 2013. Mistaken, yeah, uh-huh. they they known for doing that on a little biography show. 
Because they always go back and forth between that and, like, mafia and shit. Because they talk about okay. mafia all the time at A&E. Oh, okay, cool. But, but yeah, um, Dark Side of the Ring is out, so nobody will pay attention to that. But what is crazy is you got Thor, Chris Hemsworth playing Hulk Hogan in the movie. That's going to be one hell of a transformation. I don't think he could get the Pythons. I think he can do it. Look, I'm going to tell you, man. If Jake Gyllenhaal can get a little bit of Pythons for uh the boxing joint, I, I know I know Hemsworth can do it. Dog, Hulk Hogan was ejected like a motherfucker, though. He's going to have to do that shit. 24-inch Pythons, bro. He can do it, man. I think he can do it, man. Yeah, probably the abs. No, his, his chest and arms ain't gonna look like Hulk. I think he can do it, especially if 50 uh, did it after doing that movie that nobody seen. <laughs> I, I think he can do it, man. But you know what? All the great ones had one bad one, bro. One bad movie, man. All the greats. Name one. Oh, I'm not gonna argue with you on that. <laughs> I, I can't argue with you on that. Exactly. I am a firm believer in 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 taking L's, the Church of L's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all the way. I mean, what he became, I mean, he became something great, even though he played the same dude in every movie. Right. <laughs> I, I, always, I always wanted a sequel to that movie. What was that movie he had when he was, like, hustling in New York, he ended up falling in love with the the uh, Spanish chick with baby father pretty much got him set up at Merck. Um, Remember they had Lola Monroe in there? <laughs> Chris Hemsworth? Huh? Come on, Chris Hemsworth? No, 50. Oh. Um. I know exactly what you're talking about. Go ahead, Cornrows. I forgot the name of the movie, though, but I always wanted a sequel to that. i never seen it, but I heard it was real good. It's decent. Oh my god! It's like if Gift Richard Dad Try had a low budget. For real? <laughs> you gotta see it though. It's, it's, it's really decent. But I know uh, exactly what you're talking about. But as far as WWE films, I, I think all the WWE film money is being used now in these damn uh, matches and cinematic stuff they've been doing since WrestleMania. For real? Uh, What's it that COVID and all that, bro? Them studio, that studio shut down right now. Should have been shut down years ago. It ain't like they made great movies. Mm-hmm. They wasted a lot of time with them. They should have known from back in the day this wasn't a good idea. Because you know their first movie was No Holds Bart. Yeah, when he, uh, I was about to say Devo, but, uh, Zeus. That Devo. Mm-hmm. Say so, yeah, <laughs> that movie was what? Mm-hmm. And I bet they try to make a damn uh, storyline out of it, an actual wrestling, but made it more Trizaz. <laughs> oh, side note, the movie was called Before Self Destruct. There you go, that was a good one. I always wanted a sequel to that. Mm-hmm. Watch that movie and better explain why, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I don't see a good future for WWE films. Well, let me ask you. What is some of the worst WWE films you've seen? All of them except for the, name, the ones I named? <laughs> I can tell you still without even ever watching them. What's up? Every what, <laughs> that one has to be the Jingle All The Way sequel. 
Oh my god. Um, another one will probably be the chaperone. Uh, Undertaker. I mean Triple H. Yeah. Never seen it. No, I did see it. It was. It was okay. It's one of them jokes you can watch with the like, kids. Yeah, or if you like, you know, we was young and you go with your mother to the hair salon. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I couldn't do it, man. <laughs> it's one of them jokes. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be on. You know, like, back in the day, you used to turn on Channel 50 for all you people in the DMV. They used to show those Saturday movies. It's one of them Saturday joints. They come around, come around noon, you know what I mean? Like, right before or right after Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, yeah, one of them networks where, <laughs> you ain't got, where you ain't got cable, but, you know what I'm saying, the, the channel was clear. Yeah. And you'd be psyched when Selena come on every once in a while. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It, and it was always the white networks. It was the, you know, it was the white equivalent to UPN at the time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wow, though. <laughs> Pax. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Oh, but man. Even though this wasn't a, a WWE uh, Studios film, this is, like, really one of my favorites. Now, I'm pretty sure you know what I'm going to say. I'm going to have to say Ready to Rumble. I love that movie. I can watch it. Like I'm watching it for the first time, man. If we talk about movies about wrestling in general, my favorite probably would be Foxcatcher, bro. Mm, that would be fire. Like Shannon Tatum played the hell out of that role as uh, Mr. Schultz did it. Mm-hmm. And you know, Mark Ruffalo and his brother. Oh, and Steve Carell played a serious asshole role. It was weird yeah. to see him play that villain, though. But Foxcatcher, dog, that is an awesome movie. That is an Oscar movie right there. I've seen it once, man. I I have to watch it again, but I, I, do remember, I did like it. That like, scene was, after he lost the Olympic trial and he was in the hotel room with his brother. And he uh, smashed his head through the... You know that was real, right? When he smashed his head through the wall? Shane sure. That shit was real. Wow. I didn't know that. And then Mark Ruffalo slapping him and shit? That was real. You, you know what else I like, though? Which was dumb. I don't think it got enough credit for. It was like to me, it seemed like if Dark Side of the Ring was an actual movie. I mean, I think it was. I think it's what? the movie of Dark Side of the Ring. What the wrestler? Yes. Yes. I like the wrestler, but it made it so sad. Yeah. It made it so sad. Like and some of it, I thought was overdoing it. Like the part when he cut his when he cut his hand open to get out of work when he was pissed off. I was like overdoing it. But the whole relationship with his daughter and trying to find love with the stripper and all of that. It's a, it's wild, man. Shout it's out to sad, but it's a great story, man. I, I yeah, it's all time great. Is it better than Foxcatchers? No, it's it's slightly under Fox Foxcatcher, bro. Slightly okay. under me. I'm gonna have to actually watch that again to give a legit answer. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's definitely up there if we talk about movies about about wrestler. But then again, but, that Foxcatcher is too different. You know, Foxcatcher is more about you know Greco-Roman amateur. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of two different disciplines, but at the same time, yes, both of these stories are kind of sad and tragic, man. Well, um, 
Let me ask you this. Leprechaun with Hornswoggle. Terrible, terrible movie. Um, But was that supposed to be like a remake of the original Leprechaun? Never seen it. I mean, you didn't miss nothing. I have to be honest, I watched it when it like came out on DVD some odd years ago, but I don't even recall ever them ever showing the Leprechaun itself. Maybe just a silhouette of it. It sucked. Never seen it. They should do a uh, Tales for the Hood 3 featuring the Street Profits. Don't you wish that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. My man. My man Montez Ford will be crazy K at the end. Oh man. <laughs> That's not right. It's like uh, <laughs> Well man, like uh I wonder if we're gonna get any movies in the future. Like I would love I know we get the Hulk Hogan. I'm kinda mixed about that. This might take a long time for it to come on. It might be like this whole Jamie Foxx and Tyson thing. We've been hearing about this for a minute, but they finally starting to feel it. Yeah, it's been and we, years. And, and we still don't know when it's going to drop. So I think it's going to be one of them projects. But I can see a rock documentary sooner than later. Oh, it'd be dope. He has a... He, he has, has a death story. Yeah. Come I mean, from I, I, right. Honestly, if another one, if they did it right, Jerry the King Lawler would have a fucking dope one. You think so? Yes, I know so. Mm, talk about. It. I mean, he was like his whole story from being an artist as a kid, getting into business with uh in the Memphis territory, then Gordon Soley, and how he was pretty much really the king of wrestling. Like he was everything. Like he used to eat with celebrities, like Brooke Shields. He was dating at one point. You know what I mean? Go there with Burt Reynolds and all of that. And freaking. Wow. Yeah, freaking the Andy Kaufman angle. Come on, that's legendary. This is why this show works, man, because I learned so much. Him going on in Tonight Show, slapping the hell out of Andy Kaufman and all that. Wow. Oh, it would be dope. Like, that scene from Man on the Moon, probably the best part of the movie, the whole Jerry the King of the joint. Dude. Yo, that's dope as heck, man. I definitely got to, uh, I definitely be interested in seeing that, man. Oh, yeah, man. I... <laughs> And you know, you know, stuff they stole Cole, bit the whole angle from Jerry the King Law and getting hit by a car. The whole WWE thing. He was the first dude to get hit by a car. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. Damn, I didn't even know that's dope. Yeah. Is Jerry Lawler the GOAT? No. Fuck no. <laughs> Dang, man. You went from praises to just, just straight nah, son. <laughs> You know why he won't be? Because he became a WWE commentator and he showed his truth. That dude's a pervert. I wouldn't be surprised if he's a racist. Somewhat. Like, nah. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, as far as his wrestling, as far as his wrestling and all of that, and I mean, part of that could be a story, too, because remember, one of his wives was the cat at the time. She was in her 20s, and he was in his 50s. Wow. He's been married, divorced so many times, and then you can put the sad story between his relationship and him, him and uh, Brian Christopher. So it's a lot of angles you could go with that. I would love to see a Jerry the King Lawler movie. What other documentaries you make could do on a? I won't say on a big scale like a Jerry Lawler one, but like on a documentary size that would be successful. 
a Ron Simmons story would be dope. I, I think they should focus more on documentaries, movie style, because they did a hell of a job with the Andre the Giant documentary, what, last year? Uh, yeah, I had a Ric Flair 30 for 30. Don't forget that, man. Excellent. Yeah, but a Ron Simmons documentary would be dope. Oh, yeah, he did it all, too. He was the first black champ, bro. Was he? 1992, WCW. He beat my man, Big Van. That's dope. So, yeah, that would definitely be a dope one. And then how he even came on the scene with Doom, Steiner Brothers and all of that. And, you know, when he played football, he was an All-American. He was an All-American candidate. Oh, yeah, I hit that one. Yeah, Florida State legend. His jersey retired and everything. Damn. Yeah. Would that be it? Damn. The, uh... Uh-huh. Hell yeah. The Ron Simmons story. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey. WWE Network, I wouldn't say ruin it because they did a great job with it, but Undertaker, I thought, deserved the movie. Oh, well, definitely. It's never too late. That's true. I just want to say studio, uh, WWE uh, Network Studios, Vin Man, give us all credit for a damn the Ron Simmons story. <laughs> It'd be funny if they already made one on the low. <laughs> and, and they ain't got no name for it. We just gave it to you. You, you know what I'm saying? So what? Yeah. Are, so what wrestlers in your mind that you think would be good in a documentary or movie? Um, I would like to, even though we seen the dark, no, not dark, wrestling in the shadows. I would actually see. I would actually like to see a whole Heart Foundation one in general, like the whole Heart the fa- Foundation. The family. Yes. That'd be cool. Take it all the way back to can- Canadian Stampede wrestling. Mm-hmm. How Stephen Stu Hart, how he got into it, and all that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would like to see that. Um, I would like to see one on the what the Anoy Anoy family. I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Forgive me, but you know. Uh, how about the whole Samoan dynasty in general? Thank you. Yeah, that'll work. I'll that, take that. That'd be cool to see. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool to see. Get some behind the scenes. Them at cookouts and shit. No bull. Family full of thick neck ass Samoans walking around. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody the same height. Everybody got the same thickness in the knees, ankles, necks. Another one, I mean, I think it's time. I mean, they do it a lot, but it's time that they focus on this one man. Paul Heyman needs a documentary, bro. Not just ECW. I don't want to, like, we got enough. The rise and fall of ECW, nothing's stopping that to me. No question. And so, I think what you call was his movie. I know it wasn't a network movie, but I think he it was his movie. I think he redid the remake. And it was dope, too. Even though they killed off LL Cool J. Um, Rollerball. He was in that movie as a commentator. 
Paul Heyman is lit, man. He's underappreciated. Great manager, man. He he's done so more than what people actually think, man. Yeah. Um, he, was, he was too much of a rebel. He didn't know how to pay his wrestlers. That was his issue at the end of the day. Yeah, he was a visionary and a great manager, a hell of a motivator. Mm-hmm. But as a businessman, yeah. There's no way in hell ECW should have folded the way it did. Yeah, I don't I don't know why. Well, I'm pretty sure you know, but yeah. Oh, I, I, I ain't run the books. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man. I ain't run the books. I mean, it's, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of people I want to see documentaries for though, but them the ones I would like to see the most though. Some people deserve documentaries, but only few deserve movies, and I think the movie should be pretty much what what I say: Jerry Lawler and The Rock. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, man, Jericho will do a great documentary too. I was thinking about him too. Cause your man did it all. I mean, and then you know, I mean, the DVDs back in the day, them WWE home, them WWF home videos, bro. Them, uh, there were some great documentaries, but I mean, more in depth. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm on more than just wrestling clips and canned interviews. You know, right? And you know, I was hearing rumors about a documentary for um. Chris Benoit, I thought they were true, but I guess they were nothing more than rumors. Hell no. Dark Side of the Ring is... Just watch that. You'll be fine. Right. Well, I'm hip to that. I've I seen some of it, like clips and all that, but I heard like a legit like a biography documentary of um uh, of the Wolverine. Well, alright. Just, you know, make it a combo. Just put fucking Jimmy Schlucker in there, too. Mm-hmm. And for a bonus, if nobody don't know, put Hard Body Harrison on there. <laughs> yeah, what they know about Hard Body Harrison, bro? True. Former Tough Enough winner became the biggest pimp in wrestling history. Terrible. What about, uh, what about, uh, what is it, Fabulous Moolah, yeah? <laughs> you know what? They probably was working on one with her before the. Before all that shit came out, she was a wild turkey, man. <laughs> Pippin' them hoes, huh? I'm telling you, man. That's sad. Then you got Mae Young. She wasn't part of that. Now I'm talking about as far as that. I would like to see one for her. Yeah. Well, Actually, where'd she come from? Say, <laughs> they, why not? How do we forget Bruno San Martino? Whew. I don't think the world ready for that. What I mean is, it, it's too old for him. It's like it's nostalgic enough, but it's not nostalgic enough yet. Give it. What was he the man? The late seventies. Give it about five, six more years. I think it'd be dope. Like making around his fifty years since he's been the champ or something. Would you rather do it? A documentary for it and like have it aired on HBO or like a legit movie? Nah, a documentary, bro. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how you can make that a legit movie. It ain't like it was tied to the mafia or anything. <laughs> ain't like that nigga was Dino Bravo. True. 
So yeah, I don't know. I, like every great wrestler could get a documentary. Honestly, mm-hmm. but it's just it's all about execution. Because why Dusty Rose don't have a movie? Dusty Rose can have a fucking movie. The American Dream. They ain't a movie to you. It is. But see, this is why WWE, they need to be sponsoring us, man, and giving us the money. Because I'm just not going to keep, we not going to, I'm sorry, we, you know what I'm saying, Grapple Mania, Fred Jones, and Mr. 300, we just not going to keep giving out these free ideas. Brothers going to have to start charging. This is a pandemic out here. Honestly, no, they never sponsored us because we too unbiased. If they some shit, I'm gonna say they some shit. Yeah. Hey man, what Bernie Mac say? He got a show. He said, Man, white people give me a show, man. He said, Me and Jim Brown tear this motherfucker up, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> Excuse my language. <laughs> he man, he might have been the goldest stand up, man. He was on his way to becoming one. Cause he was finally getting the recognition he should have got in the nineties. Yeah. We talked about everything under the sun. <laughs> man, but it still all falls on the WWE studios and films, man. Yeah, you're right. We, we on topic, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, real talk was just funny, though. Brady Mac was still alive. Do you think he would have fucked around did the WWE film or actually hosted Raw during that time where everybody hosted Raw? Oh, it I, I don't know. I think he would have been too real for Raw, man. He would have been on Saturday Night Live eventually. Of course. It probably got bad. Like Martin. <laughs> well, I can see why Martin has got bad. But like, he was talking about steak pussy and shit. Or NBC. Or NBC. Like Laura Michaels who's gonna let that shit ride. <laughs> Martin the goat, man. <laughs> Bernie might have just it's, been too real. It's David Chappelle now, bro. Dave Chappelle yeah. took that. He took that. Yeah. That man made civil rights speeches entertaining. That's pretty much what he's been doing lately. This is true. Like his, he, I don't even think he writes anymore. He probably been stopped writing. Mm-hmm. I don't. Man, what? look, man, this is about to turn into like a <laughs> a Jack Break Point Five or something because uh, I want to talk about so much other stuff. <laughs> And now well, I want to talk about stand-up and comedians. Matter of fact, we're going to we're going to tie it into the wrestler, man. What's your top three funniest wrestlers? And then on top of that, what are your top three stand-up? No, what are your top three favorite wrestlers as far as comedy? And then your top three stand-up comedians. Oh, uh, The Rock. <laughs> um. Shawn Michaels, man. <laughs> like for the right reasons. <laughs> the way he oversells, the way he just oversold moves, man. Like we know why the Rock oversold. You talking about um, the Hulk Hogan match? Just in general, like he oversold it quite a few times. I thought on the low, Santino up there to me because he made the best out of that dumbass PG era, bro. Like, I it, was, it wasn't funny. It was annoying. I, nah, when he had that tea party, bro, that joke was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, uh, what's his name? 
see the uh, the record that they push all the way. But anyway, go ahead. I I, I was thinking D'Lo, but D'Lo wasn't really funny. D'Lo just D'Lo walk was just hilarious, man. Like every time I see this nigga walk, I just cry, man. Shit, awesome up there. Jericho too. Oh yeah. And I'm a, yeah. I'm gonna go rock Austin and um, I'm trying to think. Do I want to go Paul? Not Paul. Paul Bear. I mean, maybe yeah. Paul Bear. Oh, a heart. He's gonna be crying too. Like, yeah, right. like slabbies, like slabbies on a heart. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I go. When he took it, to go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go road dog. All right, might as well no, be... no, no, no. I'm going to go Vince, man. Vince was a funny nigga, man. Oh, my God. Grapefruit's genetic jackhammer? Your fire? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He up there. He up there. Yeah, give me all. That's Rick, a rock. Yeah. Flair, too. Like, when Rick Flair started turning crazy old man Flair, we used to strip in the ring and all of that. Mm-hmm. Like that promo he did when he threw his damn uh, Gucci's in the damn crowd. Yeah. <laughs> and then you start doing elbow drops on the suit jacket. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, old man Rick Flair is definitely up there. Of course, The Rock. I mean, that's a gimme. Can't forget Piper. Oh yeah, Bobby Heenan. Come on, Bobby Heenan is definitely in the top three. <laughs> Bobby Heenan is definitely in the top three. On the low, me Gene Oakland on the low. Oh, Mitchell Oakland was a fool. He like Jeffrey or Fresh Prince. He just be sneaking them in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially when they stopped giving a fuck at WCW in the late nineties with uh who the dude on the road? Lee Marshall used to be on the road. <laughs> Me, Gene, and Bobby Heaney used to go on Lee Marshall. Nigga <laughs> Bobby Heaney used to call him staggering Lee Marshall because he's always drunk on the phone. <laughs> Man, yeah. On, on the low, hauling ass is funny as hell on the low. NWO? Mm-hmm. They had some funny little bits on the low. Um, For all the wrong reasons, Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> what are something wrong? Uh, what are all the wrong reasons? <laughs> uh, Sand is another one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You half the bad I am, but I have half the brain you do. Hmm. Oh, remember that promo he did live on that pay-per-view? He was like, can we do it over? And Jim Ross was like, we're live, pal. <laughs> <laughs> he was funny for all the fucking wrong reasons. Scott oh, Steiner. Scott Steiner is third. It's Bobby Heenan, Scott Steiner, and fucking The Rock. If you don't know about Scott Steiner, you better ask somebody, nigga. That nigga Scott Steiner, stand-up comedian, did not give him. I bet we could say that nigga Rick Flair had more new skin than a Sharpay puppy <laughs> with his crooked yellow teeth. So, like, what are some of your favorite moments from, uh, you said Scott Steiner. The Rock. The Rock. And, and Bobby Heenan. So what are some of your favorite moments from Bobby Heenan and The Rock? Well, for Bobby Heenan, just listen to his commentary in the 92 Rumble. 
<laughs> tells you everything. His WCW days too. When he stopped giving a fuck. Oh my god. He's the going on. He's the going on Shivani and Tanae on the low and Lee Marshall. That was my favorite bitch. We went on Lee Marshall. Um, the Rock. I mean, come on, Billy Gunn promo. Mm-hmm. Billy. <laughs> oh, the the shit he did with Coachman and Michael Cole. I mean, he got he put Michael Cole on the map, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, the this is your life segment. Oh yeah. I mean, it's so much with the Rock, bro. I think mine was, uh, was it Lillian Garcia? When he was like, uh, you want some of the Rocky Strudel? <laughs> 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 yeah. Shout out to her, though. She's doing great, man. She got a little Instagram channel. She be working out every morning with her husband. That's what's up. Yeah. And for me, for Austin, man, one of my favorite moments for Austin, of course, when he booked book a tea up and down the grocery store. Yeah, the beer truck, all that. Mm-hmm. On yeah. the low, Kurt Angle up there on the funny list, too. With the milk, the milk truck. This is whole, like, that run he had with Edge. Mm-hmm, okay. And even with Austin, <laughs> when he wore the little cowboy hat and all that. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Austin, when he was doing the thing, he said, mm-hmm. I went to the store, I got beer, I got whiskey, I got tequila, I got vodka, more whiskey, more beer, more uh-huh. vodka, more beer. <laughs> yeah, that shit was classic. Uh-huh. Yeah, but what's your top three stand-up comedians? Um... Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Robin Hurst, and Bernie Mac. Who? 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 Mine had to be Eddie. I want to put a Richard Pryor up there, but that's just too cool. status quo. Ma, uh, Martin was pretty good. He had a couple of stuff. Man, I can't go against yeah, Richard Pryor. I can't go against the gray. And lately, lately, I don't know. He's sneaking in my list. Fucking Bill Burr is up there, bro. I like Bill Burr a lot. Okay. Good. I like him. No, that, that Philadelphia joint that ran he did up. That's legendary. When they try to boo him. And he did went in and trashed the city for like fifteen minutes straight. <laughs> and told these niggas, hey, "Y'all still going to buy my? I'm still going to sell my fucking CD after this." That was epic. Very epic, bro. Very epic. This is one of my favorite white comedians. See, but I want I want to put Bernie so bad though. But the thing about, I want to put Bernie up there so bad. Because I think Kings of Comedy is my favorite, like, just stand-up segment, period. Birdie Matt. Mm. And then, like, even, like, his Def Comedy Jam shit is underrated. He killed it 
And every movie he played, then he killed it. Even the serious movies he killed, such as um, The Joint Pride, Get on the Bus. You know, actually serious movies. He had a bad movie, though. Go ahead and talk about it. All these angels. Keep going. Oh, my God. Yeah, I give you that, man. My man, he was a funny homeless man in the bud room. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I think he ended his life for this funniest movie ever, bro. Like, so the soulman is so slept on to me. That was his perfect, like, the most perfect role for him. Helen fucking Samuel, that chemistry, though, that would have been the last movie they did together. No. Not at all. And, you know, I got, and don't sleep on this, the one where he's Chris Rock, brother. I love that estate. Shout out, rest in peace, Patrice O'Neal. Rest in peace, Bernie. Patrice O'Neal. Oh man, they they even had they even still had the chunky, the chunky uh, Tracy Morgan in there. Mm-hmm. Hey, can we put uh, what's we call it up there too? Who? Earthquake. No. Got you. Don't don't get me wrong. Earthquake is funny. You but know, he put he put I'm a Lavelle Crawford dude too. He'd be in my top five if we had five. I put Lavelle up there. Right, like right now, they're still doing stand up. He's my favorite active. They're still doing stand up right now. I would say Martin, but Martin threw me off with that oh. hard time that, that that came on Showtime uh-huh. about three years ago, I think two thousand six. Yeah. He yeah. threw me off with that. I hated it, man. And I love Martin. Martin is my all time favorite comedian. Like, I look up to Martin. Like, Martin's my favorite comedian of all time. But that there, what he did was terrible. But But one one disclaimer, though. One disclaimer. The only reason why Dave Chappelle ain't on the list is because he's more than a comedian to me. Like, he's starting to become an activist. And he doesn't, like, he's starting to become an activist. He's more than a comedian. Like, bro, like. Stand up, he is number one. I'm not gonna even lie, cause I I I've been watching Dave Chappelle since killing them softly, bro. And he always had gems in there. Let me tell you the first joke he started talking about real real shit to me when he started talking about how to do like sprinkle some crack on him and all of that. Mm-hmm. That was real. If you watch that that bit and killing them softly, that's real. I don't remember. I'm gonna be honest, like you know, I'm gonna let them know. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm gonna see you the clip, bro. I'm going to educate you, bro. He's been, he been talking about real shit forever, dog. I I, I always loved this pair. I just like, felt I, when it came to movies, he had a bad break. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just getting into Dave Chappelle stand-up because I didn't, I didn't like, Def Comedy Jam. I didn't care for a stand-up back then. But now, I, you know, probably I'm older. I understand it more. Okay, yeah. You got to think about it. The GOAT, Eddie put him on the map. Eddie saw him back then as one of the greatest. That's why he was on Eddie Professor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right about that. So that, that's the only thing, but other than that, I'm going to ask you one more thing. I'm going to ask you a couple more things because it's all going to tie back into wrestling. So what are your top three funniest wrestlers today? And then we go to your top three stand-up comedians today. I'm going to tie it all in together. Funny today? Wrestlers? Oh, my God. 
I mean, he's not doing like I gotta say MVP, man. <laughs> right now, <laughs> MVP cracking me up. Yeah, like I said earlier, MVP is the most in shape, out of shape wrestler right now. Yo, it's hilarious. I, I would say MVP. He he has me in tears, man. Um, you can tell he's just really about that life. Like if he got to, he'll pull the strap out. I yeah. I I I get some Victor Sweet vibes from him. <laughs> that nigga ghost, right? <laughs> that nigga ghost. He try to go legit with the hurt business. He try to go legit, like nah. But nah, MVP. Who else? Um, Cody. You said Cody, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Okay. Cody be doing some little slick stuff, man. Uh huh. And- and, um, I don't know if I have the third one. All right, might as well be Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Freaking, um, Chris Jericho, Biggie, mm-hmm. and Bailey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bailey, we have me in tears on it, though. Yams. She's such an asshole. I love it. Mm-hmm. I like I like I like those straps. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, damn. Actually, you, huh? I mean to cut you off. Give me our truth. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Matter of fact, I switched to that. I switched Bailey for our truth. And they tried to make Tazawa up there on the low. Who? Tazawa. Okay. Okay. Martez Ford got potential. Yeah. I, I, I want to. I just want to see him more of a solo. Like I, I don't know. Like this whole the street profits thing right now. Martez is great on the mic, but then like they just it's just it's, it's so corny and corny and gumballish to me. I understand. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. He got good comedian timing, though. You can see it. He gave it up Chris Tucker Rush Hour 3 vibes. Mm-hmm. Right. I like, I ain't gonna lie. Mark Henry, when he was going through that satchel with chocolate phase, man, that was hilarious, too, though. I know this back then, man, but that was right, though. Like, yeah. Being, being caught up with uh, Jerry Reynolds and uh, Jackie. Jacqueline and D-Lo getting beat by the headbangers, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, I'm sorry, man. Hilarious. I'm sorry, man. But, yeah. So, who's your three comedians? Uh, yeah, today? Yeah, it's a little rough. Like I said, I mean, still Dave Chappelle. Okay. Oh, yeah, on the all-time list, too, I replaced Bill Burr with George Carlin, and I put Bill Burr on this list. Oh, my God, George Carlin. That's what I know about George Carlin. You took it back with them folks, man. Psychological humor, bro. I'm one of them guys. Like, I can listen to Jerry Sizeville. I think it's funny. It's dry humor. And then uh, the other uh, – so it would be Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle, and the other one – 
I really like Dion Cole shit a lot. Thank you, man. Like his Thank ne- you. His Netflix show was job fire. Bro, you just don't know how happy you made me, bro. Bama, sleep on Dion Cole, man. Go ahead and finish. No, nah, I ain't sleep on him. Like that dude, that dude be still in scenes in Blackish. Like when they be at work, that dude be still in them damn scenes, bro. Telling you, man. Yeah, Dion Cole is definitely up there. Um, shit, who else today? Like you said, there ain't really too much today. Nah, like. You said Bill. No, you gave three. No, you know you did. You gave two. I'm a, yeah, Bill Burr, Dion Cole, and Chappelle. Yeah, that's three. Uh, yeah, it'd be Dion Cole because I can't think of nobody else. It hasn't really been a lot of. Mm-hmm. And then, like, if it is, it's Legends coming back. Because it'd be cheating if I say Chris Rock. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Chris Rock been around, been great forever. Well, I got two, but I got a question about, you know, that legend thing. It's, it's kind of shaky. I'm not too sure. So I'm going to need you to, you know, give me a yay or nay with that third one I'm going to give you. Wow. But uh, give me Dion Cole, man. I've been a fan of Dion Cole since uh, high school when I seen him on uh, Martin Lawrence's First Amendment stand-up. Hey, bars. Um, give me Dion Cole. Like I said, man, Lavelle Crawford. Lavelle, hilarious. What about Jim? How, how is, is Jimmy Fox pushing it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, man. He ain't, doing, he ain't doing stand-up special with a brick either. Uh, he needs one. I might need security. Classic. You think he still got it? Hell yeah. All right. Hell yeah. But I am anticipating that new Eddie, though. Man. Before I get my third, right, what is your favorite Eddie, Delirious or Raw? Because we're going to have to go to another uh, podcast. We're going to have to go to Jack Break if you, if, if you pick a different one. Because... If you don't pick what I pick, we don't have to debate. But go ahead. What's your favorite? Ah, that's hard. That is hard because, like, Delirious with the James Brown joint. Classic. But Raw, bro. Oh, my God. The Michael Jackson fucking Mooley. Oh. <laughs> he went on on a crowd. Raw. We're gonna have to debate this. I'm going with Delirious. I, 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 and I may agree with you. They both equally as good as me, but it, like gun in my head, I'm gonna pick Raw. Oh my god! You said equally as good. They're both great. Yes, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna debate it there right now. My third one. I got Dion Cole. I got Lavelle Crawford. I like what you call him. I'm gonna throw in a white guy. You know, Gary Owen up there. Yeah, I like Jeff Dunham, though. Jeff Dunham is funny. Like, I'm terrified. Is, is, that, is that the Victrolicus dude? Yes. Yeah, I like him. I like Jeff Dunham. I like. I love Jeff Dunham. It's crazy because my nephew, he's like 17, but like he's like very much into all that. Like, he's doing them just spot on. So I'll be watching him do it half the time. He has Victrolicus puppets? <laughs> yeah, he, like he, he like cosplay. He makes like stuff by himself. Like, he got the like. Freddy Cougar gloves, Deadpool outfit. Like, yeah, he's doing oh. cosplay. 
Oh, I want him to make me the Freddy Krueger glove, dude. But um, I'm gonna be honest, man, and that says a lot for me liking Jeff Dunham since that. I'm gonna be honest, fellas. Don't too many people know this. I am terrified of of uh, ventriloquist puppets. I am terrified of them. I hate them. I don't even like being in the same room of them as them. I hate them with a passion. Uh. But I love Jeff Dunham, man. He's awesome. Jeff Dunham is up there. Now, I got a question for you. Uh-huh. How does this all tie in together? How, do, how does this turn into an entanglement? All right, so... If you were to do a comedy show with only wrestlers, what are, what would be your lineup? Give me an opening act, a mid-act, and a closing act, and they got to do at least 20 minutes apiece. Who you think could do it? Dead or alive. Wrestlers. Dead or alive. Okay, well, let me say this. Like, I'm, I'm going off for, like, a man of a, of a strong... Like I'm going, I'm a, I'm a going off a of comedian mindset. I'm yeah. assuming this is how it goes. I need a strong opener. I need a strong ending. You know, in between, I can get a tweener. Like booty booty boo. So I'm gonna start with my in betweener. My in betweener, I would do our truth. Shit, I have not host that motherfucker, but go ahead. So, let me ask you this. Can my first also count as the host? Yeah, of course. The Rock? Yeah, open up with The Rock? I would, because I would also want him to be the host. Got a point. Okay. And probably close with Ric Flair. <laughs> he gonna be drunk? I don't want sober Ric Flair. I need drunk Ric Flair if we're going to do comedy. I need that Ric Flair that got fired in 2013 and 14 with Jim Ross. All right, so this will be mine. Yeah, that's how I'm going to go with it. This will be mine. I will actually have... I will have fucking uh, Macho Man host it. Dang, bro, I swear to God, I was just about to swap my soul. <laughs> I swear, I was just about to swap my play That is dope, yo. So I will have Macho Man host it. Opening act, I will have freaking Bobby Heenan. Because he going to Rickles, them dudes to death. <laughs> and then to slow it down, but still pick up the humor, I will add Dwayne there. Yeah, that's 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 perfect. Yeah. Now closing with the stories, grab your attention, everything like that. Roddy Piper all the way. Mm-hmm. Roddy Piper will close the show. Mm. Now, if I would have like you know, I mean, after the hours pack, I would definitely have Big Foley up there. Oh, Big Foley killed it. Big Foley do the after party. Well, Ric Flair do the after party too. Ric Flair be in the after party. Like I like I said, I need a drug flair. And you know who would kill the after party spot? Close him? Oh. New Jack. Oh man, he'll be too real for my folks, boy. That's Paul Mooney, bro. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be real. 
you read my mind like on a lot of stuff, man. Like you really, like, you really finishing. Like I'm about to say this stuff, but you saying it for me, man. Like that's crazy. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was about to say Paul Mooney, bro. <laughs> He's gonna be your Paul Mooney before the Richard Pryor allegations. <laughs> yeah, but that always. I mean, that allegation's always been out there, though. You never seen Richard Pryor's um, toast? Uh-uh. Yeah, they make little shots of his towards gay stuff on that. Joint. Okay. Yeah, watch Richard Pryor's toast. He, he he flamed all of them, too. But, yeah, watch his toast. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. Um, I, I need to switch it. I still have R2... But I'll have Randy hosting and opening, and I had a rock closing out. That's that's what's up. He tried to save money. He said, "I'm gonna have a host and opening." Yeah, you know, most yeah. hosts they, they, they do their opening monologue. Like yeah, yeah, but but you, I said twenty minutes. You gonna make him do a twenty minute monologue? Like mine only gave you like one joke, and then you know it's on to the next one in Def Comedy Jam. I still have Randy open, and I will have I will have Randy the host, R truth middle, rock the end, so the opening act. Oh my God, we gotta talk about more comedy off the air. I don't need like because I got more questions for you, but no, I ain't gonna have nothing to do with Grapple Mania. So let's, we had a good time tonight, man. I hope y'all enjoy listening to us, man. Make sure y'all check us out on Anchor. And make sure y'all go to Facebook or Grapplemania with not one, not two, but three A's, baby. Pwah. And signing off is Flair Jones. Woo! Woo. And my co-host. It's your man, Mr. 300. You hear me? Honor. Peace. Peace.